one of the best, if not the best, in the in the industry in the market. So the product the, is good. The you product just is have a great. problem with the business model. Here's why. I'll give you a prime example. I call Conklin. I'm like, hey, I need X amount on order. They're like eight weeks. I'm like, uh, you know, that's not going to work. Nobody has product. It's, it's not going to be any better with anybody else. Not true at all. Not true at all. We could get product all day long. I could get a truckload every week if I. We were getting truckloads for weeks because that's what we learned in 2021. It was like, well, we can't, we can't get Ephraim's product or we can't get anyone else's product, but let's go bring in more people and then create more demand that we can't serve. And I just, what would happen if you and I operated business that way? Product is extremely important, but you know what else is important? The business model behind the product. A couple weeks ago, maybe months ago, I did a meme about Conklin MLM, uh, Amish MLM business model. And this guy right here actually inspired me for that meme because he has firsthand experience with both Conklin and their competitor. I want to know, if, first of all, answer this question. Is Conklin an Amish MLM? Conklin's an MLM <laughs> with mostly Amish. Mostly so. I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily wrong, but yeah, yeah, you could say that. You know, I, I was trying to explain it to people because so many people don't know ML, uh, what MLM is and they think it's something negative. And the reason it's negative is because people don't like it. We don't like cold calls. We don't like a lot of things. It doesn't mean that it's unethical or illegal. Well, if you sign up for it, you sign up for it. It's just not my first choice of business. Uh, two years ago, I have this gal reaching out to me and she was trying to sign me up for Amway and she was like on it. It's like you can become a millionaire with your following and and it's always appealing. You know, when you uh, tr uh, when someone trying to recruit you to sell MLM and actually one of my um, I want to say affiliate, one of my close friends in the roofing industry tried to sign me up to sell Conklin and I told them two years ago, I said, I don't want to be associated with it. Like you cannot do what I do and then be associated with a product, be a rep. And I've, mm -hmm. I've done a couple of those deals when people try to recruit me, essentially becomes their sales rep and you have to sell yourself well, but you cannot be sellout. What makes it MLM for you? Like where, where in the hierarchy or you? So there's a couple components to that. One is, first off, if you are selling Conklin and you advertise Conklin like it's ironic to me that every most companies you work with they want you to rep their brand right they want you to tell your consumer your customer what you're using so we did that right off the bat like we'd be like well we're gonna you know we're gonna recommend a Conklin system you know what we got back over five times the business building owner calls and is like I did a little research and Conklin is an MLM why, yeah. why are you, why am, why are you involving me in this MLM? And so I was like, that's okay. We're, we're going to completely eliminate the word Conklin. You know, you see a lot of Conklin contractors on their trucks and trailers, Conklin distributor. Like, first off, like that's Conklin isn't your business. It's someone else's business. So anyway, that's, that's one issue I had with it. Two was I, when you think of an MLM again, you think about you're trying to sign up as many people as you can, right? To, to do this product. And we can't wait to go out every day to find as many people as we can with problems and we can help them solve those problems. So in the roofing industry, it's like 
it, sure, they say, you know, you can make all this money in the back end. And, and I was that kid that went in and I, I signed up like 12 people in a couple months. You know what? Today, none of those are in business. So you so, uh, explain that to me. So you become concrete dealer. So you sell it on your own jobs. Mm-hmm. But then if you recruit someone else to do Conklin, you're getting paid from their jobs as well. You get paid from their purchase of the material. You get a percentage of their purchase. Let's say if, I, if I'm a Conklin Even if you don't install it. Correct. So if I go and sign 10 people using Conklin, I get percentage from every order. Correct. That and then put if, in. But yes. if they recruit other people, do I still get paid from... It's no. now you're going down the rabbit hole of a percentage here, percent, you know, your but step that's how it step. works. Yeah, 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 exactly. Here's the problem with that, though, is you're essentially cutting if you want to start if, if you want to be a mom and pop business and you never want to get past that and you just and you want your brother and your your brother in law and your dad and his brothers to, to also be doing this system. And guess what? You're most likely going to be living in the same town. Now, all of a sudden, instead of one roofer, you have five or 10 in the same, and you're cutting your own legs off. And it just, to me, it's just- At, at it's, any point, can you pass the person who's getting cut from you to go straight up chain of command and go straight to manufacturer? So, I mean, I assume if someone sold me, you know, they're above me, someone sold them, they're above them. So I probably have two, three middle people, right? Am I understanding correctly yeah, yeah, before yeah. I go to Conklin? Oh, yeah. Yes, most certainly. Like so I cannot go straight to Conklin? You would be, I think that the, they would recommend you go to what your upline, the guy who signed you up, and then maybe that one goes to, and, and so on like that. It's, they don't really have, I mean, yeah, you can call Conklin directly, but you know, it's, it's, you're kind of taken care of by your, your upline, which is, isn't all, it's not all bad in a way, because first off, I'll just say this, Conklin, in my experience, and we've tested multiple products, one of the best acrylic metal roof systems in the market. And I'm saying specifically metal roof systems because I don't believe in flat, uh, acrylics on flat roofs, but one mm. of the best, if not the best in the, in the industry, in the market. So the product the, is good. The you product is great. You have a great. problem with the business model. Here's why. I'll give you a prime example. 2020 hits, right? COVID, 2021 hits, 2020, no issues. 2021 hits. We had a brief conversation about this the other day. We come into the spring. We have three, 400,000 square foot of metal roofs sold, ready for this product. I call Conklin. I'm like, hey, I need X amount on order. They're like eight weeks. I'm like, uh, you know, that's not going to work. And so what we found in, that's w- when most of- Would you lose those jobs for if sure. you wait for eight weeks? For sure. And their whole argument was like, oh, well, nobody can, nobody has product. It's, it's not going to be any better with anybody else. Not true at all. Not true at all. We could get product all day long. I could get a truckload every week if I, we were getting truckloads per week. So you, you found competition as good or like, why didn't you sell the competitor product in the first place? Just because you were signed up for Conklin? Uh, because, well, I, I'll say this, you know, Conklin gave me a, a lot of, here's a good part about the MLM, if you will. So when I got into the business, I had no money, zero okay. money. And so... My upline, essentially, he provided equipment for me at no cost for a few jobs, this and that. He really did help me. So that's good. That's great. Now me and him are in competition with each other, which is like, okay, that's fine. But it's still, um, regardless, there's a lot of good things about the whole system. Where they lost me was the whole thing about 
where it's going to take eight weeks. And then I, I was calling Mopline and then the reason I didn't test anything else before is because they had been serving all my needs. Why would I go anywhere else, right? Every time I called them, they sent me a product. I didn't have any callbacks with the product. I didn't have any issues with the product. And so it was working. The whole system was working. Well, then here was when I realized like this is an issue. This is where I get, I have a problem with the MLM and that's when I completely, well, I had already stepped away from trying to sign up people before that. But then I was like, I will never do anything more to help anyone sign up here is because every month during 2021, they were pushing. I'd see it all the time on Facebook, pushing more, uh, come to our training, come mm. to our seminar. They were trying to sign up 100, 150 people every month. They couldn't take care of the people they had. So they have material shortages, but they're still trying to sign up more yep. people despite the fact that they have a problem with the supply. Conklin's success is, and I challenge anyone to Conklin to come and dispute this, from my observation in the past five years, Conklin is successful based off of the amount of people they can sign up. Because they know that a percentage of those are, are never going to do anything or going to drop off or whatever. So they're going to always try to sign. But it's not about like, how do we become the best roof coating, roof material, not even just coatings, they also manufacture. Roof material manufacture and serve that base the best we can. It's over that, it's how do we sign more people? Because that's what we learned in 2021. It was like, well, we can't, we can't get E from his product or we can't get anyone else their product, but let's go bring in more people and then create more demand that we can't serve. And I just, what would happen if you and I operated business that way? If I operated my business that way and I was just actively trying to get new customers every month, I would be like, guys, we didn't sell enough. Let's get 10 more customers. But the 20 that I had before, I can't get their roost done because I'm too busy getting them more. I'd, I'd lose my company. So... I, I just have such a problem with that. My next question is about that, that's all unreasonable on the side of Conklin. If, if you do have problem with the supply, you should not be trying to recruit more people to even increase the problem with the supply. You should fix the problem first. But my question is about pricing. When you have so many middlemen and everybody's getting caught, how does it affect the price? I assume the people at the bottom pay higher price than people at the top. Is yes. it true or false? Yeah, so essentially you you get your price breaks by two ways. You sign up enough of people, you get a price break. You buy enough of product, you get a price break. So you- How say, much product you were buying? I think the most we probably ever did was like seven or 800 a year. Uh, that was the year I, we would have done 1.4 that year if they could have served us. We, but then somebody else just got that business. Got it. But, but it, it's only like 175 and then you get a price break. Or I think it, you sign up an X amount and you get a price break, whatever it is. You get different price. But yeah, the, the, if you're the new guy coming in, here's where your challenge is going to be. If you're the new guy coming in and you're paying top price, whatever, the highest cost that they have, you're going to pay... A time, about a time and a half more per gallon, say, for, say, a roof coating than if you went to some of the competitors. Now, the argument is, well, our product is better, it's worth it. Ultimately, what happens, though, whether that's true or not, that's fine. I, I don't disagree that it's, it's maybe one of the best products in the market. But, you know, what happens is the applicator or the business or, or my business position at that point I'm just going to take less money because you can't go and apply that into market because guess what? You're going to have 25 other Conklin contractors selling the same exact thing 
that competing with you that competing with you and maybe they're getting a discount and they're going to be able to do that product for for cheap. I mean, we run into our top people we bid against are other Conklin people. And so do they control that? Do they control how many people are allowed to sell the same no. area? I could sign up every one of you guys in here or I could sign up 50 people in Nashville and I'm just somehow supposed to be able to sell against the 49 other people. So there's that makes no sense. Why? So my point exactly. It makes no sense because most franchises comes with the territory. You buy mm -hmm. into franchise and you almost guarantee less competition, whether it's Starbucks or McDonald's in the food chain or even like Roofmax, mm -hmm. you know, in our yeah. space, uh, rejuvenation. You buy the territory. Why Conklin is not selling territories but keep selling? products to you're right you because they want more people signed up because at the end of the day it makes conklin more money it's not always about making the people more money think about mlms in general the people at the top always make the most amount of money i'm not saying there's not an avenue where you can take a regular guy like me with no money and make mm -hmm. me a ton of money conklin made me a ton of money not gonna lie my first couple of years i crushed it in conklin still i'm crushing it i'm just not using just conklin but here's the here's the biggest the biggest issue is exactly what you're saying is is the territory problem because Conklin doesn't have any kind of set, set standards or guidelines if you will or um, what's another word I might be looking for like for example we when I went into business I'm thinking 20 years down the road like what what is going to make us the best company 20 years down the road okay well we got to get workers comp we got to do everything we got to set up our business completely legally in the right way with the state, with the government, everything, you know, you just do it all. Well, there's no checkpoints for Conklin for some guy. You can have an 18 year old guy that's never installed a roof. They'll set him up right here in my backyard and I'm competing against him. Hmm. But he, guess what? He's not paying workers comp. He's not paying. Uh, it, some, not of them, some of them don't even have insurance. Conklin doesn't, they don't like control that. They don't, they don't really, there's no standard. Here's another thing. If, unless you go through a set uh, extra training in Conklin, which a lot of people don't, I run into it all the time, um, in, in com competing bids, they can't even file a manufacturer's warranty. So if you're a manufacturer, why not set up from the lowest tier? If that 18-year-old kid sets up, okay, we want to see your license. We want to see your insurance. We want to see your workers' comp. We want to see you have to get certified with us in order to file a manufacturer warranty or you cannot sell our product. Because ultimately what that does, who takes the fall of that? The building owner. Do they charge for their warranties? Yes. How many Conklin contractors are registering them? Um, here, I would say, I don't know. I, I don't know of anybody here that, I, that is registering them. So it's not required? Mm -mm. Do they no, have so they'll just do 20 year, 20 year here's, here's my bid, 20 year, 20 year warranty. You're the you're the the building owner. Yeah. Hey, here's my bid. Okay, you got a 20 year warranty. You sign. And then if you don't register, I don't have 20 year warranty. No, not with not unless the not unless that your faith has to be in the ability of that contractor that he's going to be around in for 20 years. One, and which, again, prime example. I set up 12 of these guys. None of them are in business today. What so, happened to them? Well, they realized that it's. It's not as easy. So if you go to a content seminar, another thing I'll speak out against anytime is you can get rich. You can make a dollar a square foot. It's easy money. It's not. 
And so what happens, you get all these people in it. They're like, oh, easy money. And, you know, for me, you're as your, your uh, upline, in, for me in that case, you're supposed to motivate and, and train the guys and so forth. And I always like answer, but at some point you get tired of babysitting. It's like, dude, come on. I never called my upline 25 times when I got started. I just went to work. So you run into that a lot. But what people ultimately realize is, what do people want? They want to make a lot of money the easiest way. And as soon as it becomes hard, like for me, when I started my business, I was successful. And it because I worked seven days a week all the time, I sacrificed everything in my life, including having a romantic relationship for two years, everything, because I was 100% focused. I knew it was going to take everything I had plus some to make this work. Well, people get in there and they're like, oh, I got to work really hard. Oh man, it's 100 degrees outside. And I got to spray this stuff on a metal roof that's 180 degrees. Man, this sucks. Okay, there's got to be something easier, you know? So you run into that, but ultimately I wish there was a system to where it was a level playing field instead of us, us legit contractors that take all the time and the money and the effort to do things the right way for our customer versus competing against guys that just signed up yesterday and he's handing you a 20, 20 year warranty. And you as a customer, most times don't, you don't even know that you're not getting a manufacturer's warranty in a written contract. Or, you know, it just, to me, it just doesn't make sense. Well, guys, comment below. Watch your story about Conklin or any other MLM. Do you agree that it's MLM? Do you have peace with it? Is it okay with you? Because for me personally, it's not illegal. It's not unethical. I don't have a problem. It's just not for me. I would not do it. I would not be part of it. If you're part of it, why are you part of it? Comment away. We'll read all our comments, reply to them. I'll see you guys in the next video. And Conklint will be on the show. We'll let them speak about their business model and let you sell why you should do Conklint systems and why is the best in the world in their opinion because they're not going to change and they're probably going to reply to it. So can't wait for their response. I'll see you later.